On today's episode of Beyond This Earth, the Border Colorado shooting, the baby boom that wasn't, is the long COVID story not true? Reddit does the spin move. Project Veritas's major win over the New York Times. The reason why everybody misses college but still lives in high school. Who is really watching the TV as the media self-destructs? More UFO info incoming, the water is caked in, gas planet to a rocky planet, and no uterus needed. All that and more on today's episode of Beyond This Earth. This is Beyond This Earth. Welcome to Beyond This Earth. This is Nova Hollerback. That's Hollerback. And we'll start with the sad news to report. Earlier this week, there was a shooting in Boulder, Colorado, where the perpetrator killed 10 people. And as they have charged him, the perpetrator, with 10 counts of first degree murder. He opened fire at a Colorado grocery store, but he was released from the hospital when he was shot by local police. Biden said that another city has been scarred by gun violence and has called on Congress to pass gun control measures. So pretty much that is basically what happened there. Those 10 people range from the age of 21 to 65 we send our condolences to those that were lost by the perpetrator's hands the perpetrator has been seen being more anti-trump which the media has tended not to discuss and had also issues with relationships and other particular things of that nature so that being said more information will be available concerning these particular issues in the upcoming weeks and days ahead. Bernie Sanders says that Trump should have never been banned from Twitter and it sets a dangerous precedent. Well, no duh. I mean, it's not that hard to state he should have never been banned from Twitter. Never. So, in that sense, in that sense, what can you do in that particular situation? I don't know. But they have to, but we're going to talk about more about the internet and other particular things of that nature in the future as things start to change in that particular sense. We have a crisis in the Suez Canal. When you know a ship, the name of a ship, then it's bad news. Evergreen or ever grain or whatever they call it 
has been stuck in the Suez Canal for the past how many days have been now? Six, five days? It's gotten so bad that they're making fun of it in Japan. If it gets there and they start laughing, you're in trouble, bruh. You're in trouble. It has forced a lot of the ships that would have gone through Europe, through the Suez Canal, and back down through Madagascar, through the Suez Canal, to take the long way around. And what I mean by long way around, I mean around the Horn of Africa. Raising the price to $400,000 for the trip. Not a good sign when you're when a, that type of ship, which shouldn't really necessarily be going through the Suez Canal through a sandstorm, gets stuck. There's going to be a lot of discussion on how they're going to make the canal wider in the future. The baby boom that wasn't. There is an article here that I would like to show you about this upcoming, this baby boom here. According to the street, all evidence points to a sharp decline in fertility rates in the number of burps across highly developed countries, said Thomas Sok. Koya, a researcher at the Weingine Center for Demography and Human Capital in Vienna. The longer this period of uncertainty lasts, the more it will have lifelong effects on the fertility rate. In the U.S., a survey from the Gutemater Institute of Research Organization found that one third of women polled at the late April to early May wanted to delay childbearing or have fewer children because of the pandemic. The Brookings Institution estimated in December that as a result of the pandemic, 300,000 fewer babies will be born in the U.S. in 2021 compared with last year. So, one side said baby boom, other side said baby bust, and then we had another study which we talked about a little earlier in last week that says that less men are having sex than ever before. And coupled with this pandemic, it's a disaster. So we got a disaster incoming, and then they show the birth rate declines. Italy, 21.6%. Japan is at 9.3%. France is at 13.5%. No rebound followed the global financial crisis. The U.S. birth rate after rising to its highest level in decades in 2007 plunged after the 2008 crisis and has gradually gone down ever since. Which follows the statement of what happened with these, um, with the, with these men of, of, baby bear no baby making age of 18 to 34 not having children so this thing started in 2008 and it's correlated with the data in here not a not a good sign not a good sign at all 
over at this particular thing concerning long COVID, we're going to have a special bonus talking about two particular articles dealing with the pandemic and call Denninger's timely information about this particular pandemic and what has really happened. You need to listen to it. We're going to discuss the falsities and the narratives that have changed and have not changed just to go for what's going on. But this is from the New York Times. And some statements that says here, the long, the concept of long COVID has a, been a highly undoverdous origin. Online surveys produced by Politic, which launched in 2018 and describes itself at top of its website homepage as a queer feminist wellness collective merging from the personal and the political. In March 2020, the group's co-founders created the Body Politic COVID-19 Support Group. As part of their mission, collect cultivating patient-led research, the organization coordinated a series of online surveys on persistent symptoms. Based on the results of these, Body Politic produced the first report on long COVID in May. But many of the surveys respondents who attributed their symptoms to the aftermath of COVID-19 infection likely never had the virus in the first place. Of those that self-identified as persistent symptoms attributed to COVID in response to the first survey, not even a quarter of them had tested positive for the virus. Nearly half never had testing and 27.5% tested negative for COVID-19. Body Politic publicized the results of a larger secondary survey in 2020. Of the 3,732 respondents, a mere 600 or 15.9% had tested positive for the virus at any time. While include the reported symptoms of those that never had an infection, Due to the lack of severe lack of testing and made available in many areas and the prevalence of the negatives, we do not believe experiences with COVID-19 symptoms should be discounted because they did not receive a positive test result, the survey authors wrote in their first report. We believe that future research must consider the experiences of all people with COVID-19 symptoms regardless of their testing status. This subjugation of scientific rigor to preconceived belief practice reflects a common dynamic encountered in clinical practice. Patients who struggle with chronic and vague symptoms often vehemently reject a physician's diagnosis that suggests an underlying mental health issue, in part because of the stigma around mental illness and the false belief that psychologically generated symptoms are real. By relinquishing the need for objective serological confirmation and claiming that long COVID can manifest in a mind-boggling 205 different symptoms, the body politic COVID-19 support group offered its readership exactly this attractive alternative, leaning patients away from treatments that could actually ease their symptoms. Body Politic wasn't the only patient advocacy group that drove the INH funding commitment. 
Solve MECFH, which stands for Myelogic Emphysolitis and Chronic Fatigue Syndrome, was founded in 1987 by patients who felt the chronic and numerous medical complaints, including fatigue, brain fog, and an inability to assert themselves physically or mentally, was being dismissed by their physicians and neglected by the medical community. Since its inception, the organization has existed contrary to the prevailing view by medical practitioners and a variety of ever-changing biological mechanisms explain their membership's chronic symptoms and, dis dis and disability. So basically, long COVID may not be correct. And basically, everybody was led towards something much more darker than people realized. A lot of you folks are have to be very cautious about a lot of these studies and the science don't prove anything to the nature of what is saying. If this long, we may think there may be such things as these long COVID, but certain studies and certain entities connected to this long COVID to all of these symptoms were absolutely beyond the pale. And it was a form of a scare tactic. The National Institutes of Health, Fauci's boys, they have better start being more cautious on the people they ask in trying to get this particular information. I really do mean this. I really do. They have to be very careful of it. We got a problem with the border yet again. Project Veritas first posted the information several days ago, and now everybody has piled dog on the rabbit. Just like it was two and a half years ago on the border, it's a similar situation now. And the people yearning to be free are not free. And it has become a crisis that I do not believe Biden's people have the ability to solve. The videos are pretty much very poignant. And it is no joke to say otherwise that this is not a game for anybody to be playing with, especially when it comes with children's lives. Some of the people there are talking about that this particular migration, as it were, especially with a lot of these children, again, just like that happened two years ago, there's too many bad actors coming through the border. There's too many connections to sex trafficking. All of this has got to stop in some way and in some form. I don't know what else we can tell you. This is getting out of hand. And Biden saying that it's seasonal. It's not seasonal. This is not a seasonal thing at all. If you want to know why we're in a situation of clown world these days, there's three important articles that you need to see. First off, Krispy Kreme says that if you get a vaccination, 
you will get free Krispy Kreme. A free Krispy Kreme donut for every vaccination. Just show your card to the Krispy Kreme and you can get that sweet, delectable donut for free. When everybody knows, and we're going to talk about it in the bonus, that it is obesity that called, that makes COVID-19 more prevalent than anything else. Two others being Little Nas X doing a sneaker job <clears throat> for Nike, which seems to be very interesting. Let's not go too far with his new music video. Don't want to discuss it here. But he has sneaker shoes concerning with the devil and his little Hellions. So there is a new sneaker coming out for Nike that deals with the whole craziness and satanic things and what have you more clown world for the clown world for the clown nation anywho moving on let's talk about ready for a minute then we'll get to biden's speech his recent Speaking of his recent speech that he was talking about recently. Reddit, I wish to God. This has been a problem with Reddit ever since 2014. Uh, maybe 2014, 2014 to 2016. And it just got worse. So they hired a woman, well, actually a transgendered woman, whose father was accused, convicted, and went to prison for harming the innocence of a 10-year-old child. I mean, the darkest of acts to a child. Not only that, the husband this transgendered woman has had fantasies of doing the dark acts towards the innocent. Reddit knew about it and still hired her. That went into a field storm of you can't hire this person. Now this person was hired. Now this person was hired for Reddit. And if we have to remember this as well, she hired her father after it was known that he did this. So she hired her father knowing that he did these particular crimes. This is after he left prison for doing that at many years ago. This is not a joke, folks. It's insane. And Reddit, rightly so, many of the people on Reddit 
locked it all down. They locked their servers. They locked their websites down. I mean, their message boards down that they use on Reddit and a whole lot of places just to protest on the hiring of this particular person there. It is not a pretty sight at all. It's bad news on the state that on the very basis that it was her father. They could forgive that, but she hired her father knowing that he went to jail for these particular crimes. And she had a husband that had fantasized about these particular acts. Of course, Reddit's going to go crazy. And Reddit has been going after, again, these particular males groups. They got rid of the Donald and a whole lot of it, but they hired this person knowing that this person's father did this and she hired the father anyway. And they got rid of her both. She lives in the UK. They got rid of her both in the Green Party for that hiring and from the Labour Party for what has happened with her husband. This is not a pretty sight, and you have got to figure out what in the world is going on. What in the world is going on this would take place? It's a sad thing to see. A very sad thing to see. Biden had a recent news conference the first as he came into office in the last couple of months. And so what it is basically is that they showed a video of him with all the people that he spoke to and it wasn't a press conference. It was basically it wasn't a press conference per se, but it was more of a pre-production of a, a facsimile of a news conference. It was just a sad thing to see, to be honest with you. Uh, this doesn't give any sort of success what have you, to the whole concept and whatnot of strong leadership in the United States. And it doesn't give any sort of idea that anything is being successful. I think one of the problems we are beginning to witness and we have begun to witness and it's really sad to go over and understand is that Biden, especially with the fall, especially with what we saw with this news conference, whatever you want to call it, is that there's nothing there. It's not that he's not there or what have you, or he can't do it. It's not what we're saying. It's, it's just not there. The energy is not there. The focus is not there. None of it is there. 
And it's very disappointing to see and witness. And it's very disappointing for everyone involved to be waiting for the other shoe to drop. Roald Tomasi has stated on his internet, on his Twitter handle that Biden is not going to make it past August 1st. That there could be a forced move to have Mrs. Harris to take over. And it will cause a lot of problems. A lot of problems. But this is where American society is now. A deeply sad and a deeply lost society that is waiting for the other shoe to drop. And you begin to see with a lot of people around you that I don't believe they think that this country is alive anymore. And they're taking it out on everybody. In fact, your host has been having a little bit of problems with certain people arguing because they basically have given up on life. And I'm doing my best to keep an even keel about it, not get angry over things and whatnot, but this is the idea and the catch that they express through their media and their mediums. And they said, we just given up. We don't care. We are just going to sniff around and do what the Sims do. And it's, it's a shame and it's sad. Some people want to have a stronger life and want to do better things for themselves. And the fact of the matter is, is that other people are not accepting of that particular mindset. And it has become apparent and is seen throughout what we are seeing the last couple of days on how things are being handled. And it's sad to see. It is it's actually really sad to witness. It is really sad to witness. Let me explain something here concerning with the virus. A little short thing that we have to talk about this virus, so we can get things on the keel when we get to the next segment. One of the things about the virus is that it does affect fat, fat, um, those that are obese. And the vaccine also causes enormous problems with those that are obese. So this virus loves... How should we say this sugar? Let's put it plainly. In beautiful any size, it's not going to be acceptable. Even those that have a little bit of chumpiness and all the rest of it, they're going to have to figure out a way to slim down to a certain weight just so they can survive. They're not washing their hands. They're not getting the right nutrients. They don't have enough vitamin D. 
They don't have enough vitamin C so much. They don't have zinc, all the rest of these things to keep these virus off of people. And they're not understanding this completely. So that is the just a real disappointment there. All throughout this week, we saw how the leadership in this country do not understand how things are really going on in this country and it has affected everything that we're doing. Now that things are starting to calm down, especially with the somewhat with this pandemic and how they handled it. They haven't said much about Cuomo this week. They were supposed to say more about all these other things as well. It has become apparent to us that we don't we don't know where anything is going. Another thing that you have to see is that we're watching what China is doing. It is going to become apparent that China is going to make a move somewhere. And it is going to be very shocking for most. So, anyway, coming up in the next segment of Beyond This Earth, we're going to talk more about the NFL contracts. We're going to talk about the win that Parja Veritas have over the New York Times. We're going to back to what we were talking about, the National Football League. There's a five-step rule that these streaming services are not doing. $26 billion the music industry has in the last several years. Now they really they've gone back to where they were in 2003, and the reasons why everybody misses college, but still lives in high school. We'll have more on that statement and a whole lot more on episode 22, season two. I'll be on this earth coming up right after this. Beyond this earth will continue right after these messages. return you to beyond this earth welcome back to beyond this earth over the hard back here let's talk about project veritas justice wood of the supreme court of new york in westchester county denied the new york times motion to dismiss the defamation lawsuit brought about by project veritas Roger Veritas versus New York Times lawsuit originated due to the Times' defamatory attacks on Project Veritas' investigation into the illegal balloting Harvard in Minnesota during the 2020 election cycle. The court found that Project Veritas demonstrated a substantial basis in law and, in fact, the defendants, the New York Times, acted with actual malice. That is, knowledge that the statements in the articles were false or made reckless record whether those they were false or not, and Project Veritas should be permitted to conduct discovery. Project Veritas will be putting New York Times reporter Maggie Astor and New York Times executive Dean Becquet under oath, where they will be forced to answer the questions given to Mr. Ver- 
by the Verit by the Veritas team. So basically, the situation in Minnesota that talked about ballast ballot harvesting, they went and defamed Mr. O'Keefe. Mr. O'Keefe turns out and then sues the New York Times. The court said that this lawsuit can go through. So shenanigans are abound very soon with this particular lawsuit that is coming soon. Now, also from Jonathan Turley, the case come out of the highly divisive period in the, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me look at it here. The Supreme Court ruled that tort law could not be used as First Amendment protections for free speech or the free press. The court sought to create breathing space for the media by articulating the standard that now applies to both public and officials and public figures. In this case, Hester and Hugh were accused of libeling Project Veritas in their opinions as fat in the articles and video clips that purportedly show illegal voting practices by by campaign workers by Congress in Indian Omar. One article by Astor in September 29, 2020 was Project Veritas was a coordinated disinformation campaign. The article describes the project work as deceptive. Hugh then followed up a month later with conservative news sites Hugh forwarded for misinformation. The opinion is interesting because it calls out the New York Times for blurring the line between opinion and fact. It is a common complaint in major news media yield to the echo chamber of journalism, appealing to the bias of the readers or viewers in offering slanted coverage. The New York Times also attempted a hail Manny to claim that Project Veritas were libel-proof. We previously discussed such claims were very hard to establish. The court correctly and quickly dispensed with that claim by the New York Times. The Second Circuit played a significant role in this area due to the foundational 1975 opinion in the Cardinal Doubleday Incorporated that case concerned a book, My Life of the Mafia, that accused the plaintiff, Robert E. Cardillo, of various crimes. Cardillo had a long reference and was serving time in the federal pen- penitentiary. The Second Circuit affirmed the dismissal of the case because it considered a matter of law the opponent for purposes of this li- case libel-proof. These are extremely rare rulings, and in my view, the user defense in this case was a mistake. There's a tendency in litigation to throw everything in an opposing party and let the court sort it out. It may be cut-darted, but it is costly. In this case, the newspaper likely lost credibility with the court and highlighted the alleged bias in claiming that this conservative investigative group had no reputation to lose. It is the type of claim that is highly unlikely to succeed, but has a high likelihood of undermining other claims in a motion to dismiss. In the end, the court finds there is sufficient evidence of actual malice by the New York Times to proceed in the case. That is a fascinating, fascinating Fascinating. Just absolutely fascinating that it was basically an own go by the New York Times. We're going to have more of this story in the months to come because it will affect how the media starts covering in this particular new era of opinionated news as officially brought in by Lester Holt.
speaking of it, we're going to focus on the media now. From the New York Times, ironically. Kevin Draper. Biggest conglomerates in television have collectively spent more than $100 billion to continue to put in National Football League games on their broadcasting cable television channels for the next decade. But the way they announced the deals did not then make it immediately apparent. Viacom CBS said multi-platform agreement. ESPN, more exclusive content. And ESPN Plus content. Such is the difficulty in purchasing the rights to show live sports in 2021. Streaming is the present of movies and TV series and the future of sports and with that growth in that sector, what is currently rewarded by Wall Street. But the number of people who pay to stream stores and the amounts they pay are dwarfed by the tens of millions of hostels that spend 10, that spend 50, 100, or 150 cash dollar, $150 each month for a television package. The agreement cement the NFL status as the richest sports league in the world and once again demonstrate that programming is the keystone that keeps the crumbling traditional ecosystem from falling apart completely. In 2020, 70 seats of the most 100 watch television programs were NFL games. I think the NFL does protect the globe, getting $100 million plus, said John Skipper, chief executive of Metal Lark Media, who negotiated with the NFL while running ESPN. The agreements, which will begin in 2023 and mostly run through 2033, fundamentally look quite similar to the last set of media agreements for the NFL signed in the 2010s. While front and center in the news releases, streaming really did exist around the edges of the NFL's future. ESPN, CBS, and NBC all announced NFL games will premiere on their streaming services. And in almost all cases, those will be simulcasts of what is being shown on their television channels. Just a single game each season will appear on exclusively on ESPN and ABC's streaming services outside the home markets of the teams playing. None will appear on CBS's Fox services. That means if you pay for television packages, more than 80 million American households do, though that is down from 100 million in 2011, and if you pay for Amazon Prime, which more than 126 million Americans do, you can still continue to watch National Football League games, including Super Bowl and every playoff game without paying for a streaming service. While digital is growing, the traditional ecosystem is still incredibly rich, deep, and broad, said Hans Schroeder, the chief operating officer of the National Football League. There is usually an inverse relationship between how popular a sport is and how many of its games are shown on the streaming platforms. Events and to niche sports are carried almost exclusively on streaming services, while considerably fewer college football and NBA games are. Even in that hierarchy, the NFL is distinctively powerful. But a decade is a long time, and given how quickly the media ecosystem is changing, even the most confident television executives do not know what will happen in four years, let alone in 11. Broadcast television stations like those affiliated with ABC, CBS, NBC, and Fox receive money for retransmission content fees from television subscribers like Comcast Charter. 
Pay television provides must get consent to retransmit the signals of these broadcast channels for which they usually pay a lucrative fee. And having NFL games will give those stations extra leverage to ask for more money. But for the that the NFL games are available on streaming services could backfire on the broadcast stations. Customers may have an incentive to get rid of their expensive television packages and bought in cheaper streaming alternatives. If two may make the switch too fast, paying $5 a month for NBC Universal streaming service instead of paying for ABC, USA, Bravo, and other NBC Universal channels for a pay TV package, for instance, the cheaper streaming services won't generate enough revenue to help their parent companies pay billions of dollars for to the NFL this year. CBS, Fox, and NBC will each pay the NFL more than $2 billion a year, no, in average, more than double than what they paid over the old agreements, according to four people familiar with the agreements. But while ESPN will pay more than its competitors, the 35% increase is far lower proportionally than the 100% increase CBS, Fox, and NBC face. The NFL experimented in recent years with selling streaming rights to a handful of digital companies, including Amazon, Twitter, and Yahoo. While Facebook and YouTube have assigned deals to show other sports, but almost all of those games were shown by only a fraction of the normal audience. This has led to a handful of competing explanations, such as the viewership was too small and the games were so shown on television, or that people may not want to watch sports on the streaming services. But it's mostly like none of the technology giants who stomp through other realms of the economy without a second thought have been willing to spend a significant amount of money to find out what will happen if popular story events were shown exclusively on streaming platforms. Except for Amazon. Company will pay about one billion, according to two of the people signing the agreements to each of the next ten years, as the only place to watch 15, 39 games each season. By far, the largest sum of money any technology company has ever paid to show sports. And Amazon can prove that show football games a significant increase in Amazon Prime subscribers or benefits Amazon other business lines, as benefits Alphabet and hey, Facebook will fall lead diving sports. Meanwhile, the NFL's media agreements will be an anomaly. Spread the future of sports will be much like like the agreement the NHL recently signed with ESPN, where the playoffs and marketing games will be on traditional television, but a large number of regular season games will be exclusive on ESPN or on Hulu. Or just listen to Pete Bavakia, the chairman of NBC Sports Group. From a sports strategy perspective, every right deal is considerably studying one of the questions that we ask ourselves, okay, what is the right play for this on Peacock? Is it's every conversation we now have in our sports group. And this is the reason why NBC Sports Network died. But let me make this clear. None of the streaming services are going to pass muster. I say this with all due respect. And this is the reason why. It's the five-step rule. The five-step rule is as follows. How easy is it for me to watch a show? How easy? If it takes more than five steps, I'm not watching. Here's how it works. Basically, you have a time where a show airs, okay? You turn on the television or you turn on the tablet or you turn on the all these other things. You have to have one step. That's one step. The first step is where the thing's going to air. Second step, go into that channel. 
if it take the next step is watching the show. So as the show comes on, there it is. It shows the introduction. It shows the network, the introduction, the main characters of the show, and then you watch the show. Television, it takes three steps. What about streaming? Streaming, log into, you turn on the TV, you log into whatever system you log into, you log in with your password, and then you start searching. You go left and you go right. If it takes less than 10 seconds, maybe you find it. In the internet age, I was reminded if it takes less than five seconds, they're not interested. It takes too long for Netflix. So you went too long on the fourth step and in the fifth step, you're watching the programming. If there are any more than five steps, nobody's interested. It's just that simple. You need to now consider the concept that Abima Television has in Japan. Make it easy. Turn the thing on, see the name. If you wanna watch, do click, five seconds, three steps, that's it. They got to shorten it to three steps. What is on your platform? You said that you sign in. When you sign in, what's on the platform? Where's the live stream? None of these entities have live stream content for the shows that they air on demand right now in a scheduled format. They need to do that today. Because I can go to CBS Sports, click on, I can go to CBSSports.com. First step, I turn on the computer. Go to CBSSports.com, CBS Sports HQ. It activates in four steps. That's why it's at third place. What about ESPN? ESPN, does it have ESPN Plus? Does it have a live stream? I believe it does. ESPN Plus has a live stream. Click on it. There it is. There it is. And it has scheduled places to air their network. So it's growing by leaps and bounds. None of you guys have that particular mindset. Think about that. What is your con is your content being streamed live in a scheduled format? Because after people do the searching and watching and all the rest of it, okay, let's see what's on the live stream. If you can't get it in full five steps, you're done. If it takes longer than five steps, you're done. You're done. And it's taking longer than five sets in almost all the streaming services. I don't understand what you're doing. Now you just, now that the Amazon Prime Video got the NFL, they got three years to get their live stream service up and running so people can have the actual money and said there. And guess what? They can use this as a bulwark to say we are a network as well. Prime Video also needs to change his name possibly in order to make sure they feel like a network. If you have these exclusive games on the National Football League in that particular sense. 
The music industry has made $221.6 billion during the pandemic. The majority of it came from the hands of the Korean group BTS and its popularity, which means the move from the American industry and the pop industry to Korea became the big success story that no one wants to talk about. A majority of the people that used to work in the pop game in that industry left to Asia around 2008 to fundamentally change how they were going to do the business by doing things in the old school way and they did it and now they have the money to say pop music if we can't find it in america we can find it anywhere else and they were right vinyl has still a success cds are still dying Basically, it has been mostly men leading the charge, even though the only music the females have done, Cardi B, Megan Stallion, still popular and all that. And again, Drake has been on the list of the top 100 since they started in 2014 for nearly that many weeks. So the music industry is not dying. A majority of it has come through free and paid streaming. Think about that. We'll have a special about that in the upcoming days. There are reasons why everybody misses college, but still lives in high school. It's reversed in Japan, but it's it's this, it's something that you need to think about. College was the last time anybody felt that they were in a community. And that's why they built all these college schools. They, they build these college cities. That's the reason why Miami during spring break is the hottest place in town because it is a community of young people trying to get laid and all the rest of it. Let's not lie about it. Let's not lie about it. They miss the community. When college ends, the community ends. If we got married, we start a family, we try to rebuild those same communities like we did used to have, remember state, college basketball, college football. They tend to be more conservative in the, in the South, that sort of thing. After all that is said and done, it was a community. Five Better Kappa, and those sort of things. And those things are supposed to be lifelong things to continue. Some of it is, yeah, there are liberal aspects to it and we have to discuss that in future episodes, but it was the last time anybody felt like they were a part of a community. That community got broken in 2020. And now, and as it started, it is started to crack as the internet started to grow and social media started to grow. Now that it started to grow and a lot of it was done by young teenagers, 
in that particular sense, who were still in high school, the high school things have started to come back. The ickiness of, the ickiness of purity, the things that come from purity, and how people deal with it or never deal with it, the cliques that were formed in high school, and all the other things, and as well as we talked with in the specials, the things concerning with with young girls initiating men into manhood, which they should never do. That is another problem. And that is why high school has never left us in many ways in reality as we leave college. The sad reality is, is that we want college to last forever while high school was the way to get into college. So we sometimes see college as a heaven and in high school is promoted as a heaven, but aspects of high school has seeped into college to the effect that college and high school ultimately cancels each other out and we're not even being educated nor we're even becoming, learning how to become adults or learning how to deal with adult issues and adult situations and learning how to defend ourselves and each other. We're now getting that from outside. And a lot of, we're now getting from the outside the college world and the college entities as it were. And in a lot of places, it's not a good thing to get that type of game from outside. People should be able to get to college and do this and all the rest of these things. And they made promises that, and the elite made promises they couldn't keep in the end of the analysis. They missed the camaraderie of college because college was one of the last times people felt that they were a part of something bigger than themselves. The only other place is the army. And that is going to have problems too. Think about that. We'll be back with more Beyond This Earth right after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. return you to beyond this earth welcome back for those of you that love animation and anime i highly suggest to watch the upcoming episode of kagan no sai that will be available on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, podcast addict and other places where you get your radio shows this upcoming weekend upcoming Easter weekend because it is important for everyone to listen to this particular program. You will enjoy it for what it entails and what it says and things that of that nature that needs to be discussed. And on a particular announcements, <clears throat> again, we will have that special also coming this week. Uh, we are going to have a very short episode 
but it deals with religion and it's going to be a very interesting episode that will be next week easter weekend on beyond this earth so i hope you will enjoy that as well an interesting thing that we need to discuss is that who is watching television at this particular stage if we are going by demographics and what we are seeing this particular weird season in the entertainment industry especially with television Thankfully, we have a scorecard of what has happened during the week and the ratings. Let's start with the Tuesday television originals. Top shows have didn't get beyond 5 million. It was mostly reruns. They're at their second part of the reruns there. Over for Thursday, didn't get above 5 million for each. In the, in the, tel, in the network side, let's go to Sunday if we can get there. Sunday if we can get there. Yep, Sunday right here. Sunday they had the finals, then they had the equalizer one, which didn't do too much. But in original programming, the equalizer gets between five to seven million people. So let's not say that COVID was a major issue. COVID was an issue with distance. We're making sure everybody washed their hands, have better clean cleanliness habits, etc. We'll talk about the falsities that. Mr. Jenniger mentions in his blog on the special bonus that we have that will be right after this show. But let's look at it basically on a very simple term on very simple terms. These networks skew between 55 and 72. That's all the broadcast networks. In the cable side, the kids' network's highest audience is 35, 37 years old, all skewing female with the exception of Disney 8 XD, which they have officially said it's for nine-year-old boys. And this is where DuckTales airs. We'll get to that. Not apropos of nothing, but just something interesting to mention. So... Equalizer is doing well on Sundays. The situation concerning with um, Meghan Markle's interview did well. It aired on a Sunday. It got eight, 12 to 16 million. It got 16 million people watching. And it was promoted heavily. This led into the highest rated episode for CBS this morning since the 1990s. On that Monday after that interview, the last time they had it was in 1990-91. I don't even remember that particular episode, but they held it for two weeks, but they never got back to that same level. So if we look through it demographically and keep it very interesting to know, what do we see? Well, let me make this clear and... It's not a good sight to see. Television in this era, if they cannot afford it, skews extremely poor. It skews poor. The NFL ratings, mostly men watch it. 
men watch it on television, it skews around 47, age 47, all demographics. Some of it is younger, some of it is older. So in one sense, who is watching these programs? Has anybody forgotten Empire and how successful Empire was? What was the largest audience for Empire? African-American women. What is the largest audience for the Equalizer? When it finds out it's African-American women, the demographics do not lie. If you go to the site showbuzzdaily.com and look through the demographic shares, the demographic shares tell you the story. If you can see the story for your day, it don't lie to you. This thing skews, television skews, strangely enough, more urban, more ethnic, more female. Do they have money to spend? That's the issue. Where does that money come from? If you're a capitalist, you don't care where the money comes from. But you have to have enough of a polarity to pull it off. And this is one of the reasons why there is so much difficulty in promoting new stuff in this particular era because of the way the demographics have changed. If 60, if 74% of all television programs for this year were NFL based programs that got higher than 10 million people, there's a reason why. Because television is skewing, unfortunately, to a very small subset of the community that is willing to buy these particular products. So think about this, folks, and wonder why things are not as it is in the industry. Also, one final note about these streaming services for now, they figured out the price for all the streaming services now that they're all up and available. It is $92 for all the streaming services for one month. It is the same amount for a cable service, $93.50. Not much has changed, and they don't have a live streaming service to promote their own networks, their own streaming platforms offerings. Think about it. We'll be back with more Beyond This Earth right after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages.
going on in space and other places. There may be more UFO information incoming according to the interview with a former military uh, officer that was interviewed by Maria Bartolomo from Fox News and Fox Business. They're saying that there will be more UFO information incoming within the next couple of weeks and months. So we're going to have more information concerning UFOs. Some people are saying desperate times call for desperate measures, and this could be one of those desperations. Desperation moves by the government. The water on Mars is caked in. Now, I like to remind you that there was an episode in our final segment, maybe it was before we did our specials, that stated that whew, that Mars was basically losing water because of its sandstorms. That all the water was getting trapped up there and evaporated and going up into space. That there's no way that the water was going to be found out and all the rest of it. Now that theory is somewhat true, but something else has come up. They're saying now that the planet water from up to 30 to 99% of its water is actually caked in the soil. So the water is not gone. And so if it's caked in the soil, that means that hmm, we could gain to get the water out anywhere. But there may be maybe something strange happened to cause the caking of this water. But basically, the water in the places where it should be water is actually is water there it's just caked into the soil and the evidence there is out to prove it and very possibly very soon <laughs> we could have more water than we know how to deal with especially on mars this makes it things with mars is um with the colonization of mars if this is true a little bit easier in many ways and a lot more difficult in other ways. Because we can't necessarily land on certain places. And another thing, we have to get rid of the impurities. We have to get rid of the, well, radiation in certain places. But if we're able to get rid of that, we could have some water to use to bathe and all the rest of these things. It's a fascinating thing that uh, they're researching and hopefully Perseverance will give us more information about this as well. They're now finding out that Saturn's rings are going to start disappearing. It's disappearing on a much faster rate. So this may have been the only time that we have ever seen Saturn look like what we believe Saturn actually looks like. But before Saturn was just a normal looking gas planet. Then it got rings. The rings are starting to disappear. Now, guess what? 
it will go back to the way it was before. We even got a chance to see it. Speaking of gas planets, gas planets can turn into rocky planets, lose their atmosphere, and then gain a new one as a rocky planet, which means that the gas planets may be still forming into rocky planets or rocky planets are turning into gas giants? Well, we'll have more information about that as the research continues. And speaking about artificial uteruses, they have figured out that artificial uteruses can be viable past a certain amount of days if they have a machine to rotate the entity or the artificial womb. That gave me an idea that the reason why there may not be a lot of life around the galaxy and the exoplanets there is because the exoplanets are tidal locked. We're one of the rare planets that spin on its axis possibly. One of the rare planets that is in the Goldilocks zone. And if you have a planet that rotates and is in the Goldilocks zone, then it's very possible that life could exist on these particular planets. It could be that the reason why they can't use artificial wounds is that the actual apparatus to make the thing viable is connected to how the earth rotates possibly it's a weird theory i have but maybe that's one of the reasons why we have these fermi paradoxes you never know they could do some research on it because how can something spin in a certain way in order for certain biological things to be viable unless it's connected to the way the earth turns and the earth rotates on its axis and the way the earth rotates around the sun. It's possible that could be the reason. So we're this close to getting no uteruses. That means <laughs> artificial babies. We're coming. We're 20 years away. There's the day and we're in this biology age, especially with this COVID-19 pandemic where they're going to try to build super babies. You already heard about China trying to build super babies. Now they got the artificial room thing figured out. It's on now. It's on and it's not going to be pretty. Not going to be pretty at all. Here's the rest of the news of the week. Saudi Amico, Saudi Aunt state saudi arabia state owned giant gas giant said his net income fell 44 percent last year but sees better times ahead and will maintain its billion dollar annual dividend the turkish lira plunges months at 15 percent at the aragon replaced the head of the country's central bank ken taylor the ceo and founder of restaurant chain texas row house died by suicide thursday friday on last Thursday, following a battle with post-COVID-related symptoms, the company said, Facebook is working on an Instagram version for kids under 13 years of age. Are you for real, Insta uh, uh, Facebook? We're going to work on an Instagram for kids? Are you dense? 
through his cool features. No, 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 no. Are you dense? The NCAA got caught doing the discrepancy spin move and the weight rooms between the men's and women's basketball tournaments and has upgraded the women's basketball facilities. Continuing with the other news, Microsoft is in talks to acquire the messaging platform. This called for more than $10 billion per Bloomberg. Microsoft will start bringing workers to a Seattle HQ on March 29th. The economic advisors for Biden will present him with a plan to spend up to $3 trillion for new initiatives, according to the New York Times. From the cybersecurity firm Citizen Lab found that TikTok's algorithm provided no immediate national security threat. David Solomon said the group is taking steps to address the mental health of junior backers after a survey revealed a severe work-life balance from Goldman Sachs. Intel will spend $20 billion to spend uh, uh, to build new chip plants in Arizona. Regal Cinemas will reopen April 2nd when a limited release of Godzilla vs. Kong. Compass to take forward retail the circus brokerage bought by SoftBank wants to go public with an valuation up to $10 billion. Prince Harry has a new gig as the chief impact officer of Silicon Mental Health startup Better Up. Montel's Monsif Saluki, the former chief advisor for Operation Warp Street, has been fired from former giant Glaffles McCline after an investigation found that Saluki had sexually harassed the GSK in Portland a few years ago. Facebook said that China-based hackers use this program to target Uyghurs, a larger Muslim population minority group persecuted by the Chinese government who are living abroad. GameStop stock fell more than 33% after our earnings report that disappointed investors. New York lawmakers have reached a deal to fast-track legalizing recreational marijuana. Tesla is now accepting Bitcoin as payment for its calls. A brand new national treasure TV series has been greenlit by Disney+. Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey said that his company played a role in the Capitol riots on January 6th during testimony at Capitol Hill yesterday. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg said the responsibility lies with people who took actions to break the law. Here's more on the hearing that featured Dorsey, Zucker, and Sondra talking about misinformation. Which, you guess what? It was the same things they were talking about before this thing took place January 6th. Robinhood is reporting to build a platform to democratize IPOs and allow regular investors to buy into public offerings like its own, like big banks do. New York City is aiming to open Broadway shows in September. The New York Times just recently sold a non-fungible token of a column for worth $560,000 read up a secondhand clothing site popped nearly 42% in its public debut. Facebook is opening its Bay Area offices to some employees starting in May. Viacom, CBS, and Discovery shared plunged 27% each yesterday following analyst downgrades. Amazon is going on the PR offensive after the talent and union votes in an Alabama warehouse next week. The new sports publication, The Athletic, and Axios are eyeing a merger and an SPX deal per the Washington, the Wall Street Journal.
that was the news of the week. All right, folks. Let's talk about what's going to happen next week on Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth next week, we're just going to talk about religion in an age of darkness. Basically, what has changed in the faith? What can, can, um, convinces people to join? We're going to also talk about some very interesting issues about religion, dealing with animation, Lent and Good Friday 2020, and then we'll do more news stories of the week and more about space and all the rest of it. So, folks, thank you for listening to this edition of Beyond This Earth. Don't forget, we will have a bonus concerning COVID-19 and all the falsities that Mr. Deniger talks about in his recent two blogs concerning COVID-19. You don't want to miss that information. It is very important on how we go ahead and pass this pandemic as this particular pandemic ends. Thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next week for our special edition, Religion in the Age of Darkness. This is Novi Hardback. Take care of yourselves. We'll see you guys next week. On Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth is a Garo Gothic production.